Chapter Thirteen of Grammarland. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Preposition. To, from, of, for, over, under, on, near, at, by, in, among, before, behind, up, down. Pray, who is the owner of all these little creatures? said Judge Grammer the next day. Mr. Noun, are they yours? No, indeed, my lord, answered Mr. Noun. They are not the names of any one or anything that I ever heard of. Dr. Verb, are they yours? I should not object to having them, my lord, answered Dr. Verb, if I could do anything with them. But they seem to me neither to be, nor to do, nor to suffer any. That will do interrupted the judge, afraid that Dr. Verb was beginning one of his long speeches. Mr. Adjective, do you claim them? They do not qualify anything, my lord, answered Adjective. Indeed, they seem to me poor, useless, silly little. We do not want you to qualify them, thank you, said the judge, but to tell us if they are yours. Article, we know, has only a, or an, and the, so they cannot be his. Mr. Pronoun, do they belong to you? No, my lord, answered Pronoun. As Mr. Noun has nothing to say to them, neither have I. They do not stand instead of any name. Well, said the judge, we know they do not belong to that tiresome little interjection. Are they yours, Adverb? I should be extremely glad to have them, my lord, answered Adverb, smoothly washing his hands as usual. I have no doubt I could make them exceedingly useful. That is not what I asked, said the judge. Are they yours? I cannot say they are exactly mine, said Adverb, but— That is all we want to know, interrupted the judge. Then, raising his voice, he continued. If there is anyone in this court to whom these words, to, from, of, for, etc., do belong, let him come forward. At these words a sharp, dapper little fellow stepped forward, and looking around the court with a triumphant air, exclaimed, They belong to me. And who are you? Preposition, my lord. My position is just before a noun or pronoun. My words point out to them their proper position. I keep them in order. "'You keep them in order,' said Judge Grammer, looking down at him through his spectacles. "'How can a little mite like you keep Mr. Noun in order?' "'Little or big, my lord, that's what I do,' said Preposition. "'I settle the position of every one and everything, and show whether they are to be on or under, to or from, up or down.' "'Kindly forgive me for interrupting you,' said Adverb, coming forward. I really must remark that up and down are my words. How do you make that out? asked the judge. I will show you directly, my lord, answered Adverb. By the help of my questions, how, when, and where, which, you know, I alone can answer. If you say, sit up, I ask, how am I to sit? The answer is up. Lie down. How am I to lie? The answer is down. Up and down, therefore, answer my question how, and are mine. 
"'Stop a minute,' said Preposition. "'I also can answer to your favourite questions, "'how, when, and where. "'Listen. "'How do you like it? "'Tell me true. "'Made of sugar, dressed in blue. "'When do you like it? "'Answer me. "'At my dinner. "'After tea. "'Where do you like it? "'Say, if you're able. "'On my lap, or under the table.' "'Really,' said Adverb, smiling politely, "'that is very cleverly done. "'But allow me to make just one remark. "'You have not answered one single question "'without the help of some other part of speech. "'Mr. Noun has helped you with sugar, dinner, tea, lap, table. "'Mr. Adjective lent you blue. "'Mr. Pronoun, my, and so on. "'Now I, without any help, answer the questions quite alone.' "'You cannot expect a little fellow like me to stand quite alone,' said Preposition. "'I don't pretend to do it. "'I told you at first that my right position is before a noun or pronoun, or some such word. "'All I mean is that I help to answer the questions, "'and that neither Mr. Noun nor Mr. Pronoun could answer them without me.' "'Is that true, Brother Parsing?' asked the judge. "'Quite true, my lord,' answered the learned sergeant. "'When I find the questions, how, when, or where, answered by one word alone, I put that word down to adverb. But when I find them answered by Mr. Noun or Mr. Pronoun, helped by another little word, then I know that the other little word belongs to preposition. Yes, my lord, continued preposition, so if you say, up a ladder, or down a hill, up and down are mine. They show your position on the ladder or the hill. They are the little prepositions put before Mr. Noun's words, ladder and hill. But, of course, if you were to ask how I am to step up or down, then adverb could call up and down adverbs, because they are added on to the verb step, and they have nothing to do with a noun or a pronoun. Precisely, said adverb. My friend preposition is perfectly correct. I immensely admire my young friend, although he does not move in quite so select a circle as myself. "'Don't I?' said Preposition, with a knowing little nod. "'I think Mr. Noun quite as good company as Dr. Verb any day. Besides, even grand Dr. Verb is glad enough to have my little two to put before his verbs. When he makes up his songs, as he calls them, he always puts my little two before the name at the top.' He is glad enough to have it to point out his verbs, and does not despise me at all, though I do not stick on to him like a leech, as some people do. And preposition nodded his head very fast a great many times at adverb. Dr. Verb does not agree with you, though, remarked pronoun quietly. No, said preposition, I do not alter for him, nor he for me. But he does not agree with adverb either. Poor Adverb agrees with nobody, and nobody agrees with him, and he, poor fellow, cannot govern anybody either. Now I govern every noun or pronoun that I come before, for I put them in the objective case. "'I object,' cried the judge. "'I will not have that word brought into court. I said so before, and I say so again. Nominative case is bad enough, but objective case is enough to turn a brown wig grey in a single night.' "'Break up the court. Critics, clear the room.' And Judge Grammer rose hastily from his seat, and stalked angrily out, 
while all the parts of speech stood looking speechlessly at each other till the policemen came, bundled them all out, and locked the doors behind them. In spite of the hurry, however, Sergeant Parsing managed to hand up to the people of Schoolroomshire the following verses, begging the ladies and gentlemen there to find out all the prepositions in them, and to count how many lines there are in which preposition has nothing to say. THE FAIRY RING Beside a bluebell on the heath, among the purple heather, a fairy lived, and crept beneath the leaves in windy weather. She drank the dewdrops from the stalk, she peeped into the flower, and then she went to take a walk, or ride, for half an hour. She rode upon a cricket's back, she came before the queen, the fairy queen, with all her court, within the forest green. They had a dance upon the grass, till larks began to sing, and where they danced, as all may know, they left a fairy ring. Oh, pretty fairies, why not stay, that we at you may peep? Why will you only dance and play, when we are fast asleep? End of chapter 13